Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. But first, let's have a look at the main business stories in the newspapers and websites with the unmatchable Michael O'Sullivan, the founder of Unio Wealth Managers and author of the new BBC Radio 4 documentary, A World of Debt. Good morning, Mike. What part of the good world? Good morning, Joe. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in Cork, Joe. Uh, good to chat to you. Hopefully you're not in a world of debt yourself in Cork. I'm not, fortunately not. No. Okay, well, greetings to the Re- Re- Rebel County. Let's start with the newspaper of choice down in Munster, in Cork, especially the Irish Examiner. Ronan Smith in the Examiner has a story about the investment property market in Ireland. He does, Joan. He's quoting a new report from uh, Sherry Fitzgerald on the uh, the real estate investment market. And I guess this is mostly, um, you know, p- parts of the property market like land development, uh, commercial property. Some of the numbers are, are quite, quite stunning. Uh, there's a drop of 64 percent uh, in activity or acquisitions compared to this time uh, last year. Development land transactions are down 50 percent. Uh, to a total of 226 million. Uh, And I guess this tells uh, a story of a property market uh, not unlike others in in the States, other parts of Europe, that's peaked. Uh, Valuations are high. Uh, You mentioned debt just a second ago. Uh, Interest rates are rising. uh, And we at Unio think that rates uh, will stay higher uh, for longer. Uh, And this is beginning to take the air out of the, uh, the investment property market and, and we're seeing uh, the level of activity just beginning to slow in quite a quite a dramatic way. Yes, but it's also, I suspect, Mike, and you can share your thoughts on this, must be related to the fact that much more of us can and are working from home. In other words, companies are looking at their commercial footprint and their office lettings footprint and whether they need to build new offices and saying, you know what, maybe we don't need to do that. And of course, Joe, we just had the uh, the bankruptcy of WeWork uh, last week. Absolutely. Uh, and that's not directly related uh, to any of the data here, but it does tell a story, uh, again, of a market that's peaked, uh, of uh, quite dramatic uh, changing habits in terms of how people use property uh, and how we're working. Uh, and, and this is a structural trend, I think. I don't think it's going to uh, change anytime soon. Uh, talk to companies in, in Cork and Dublin. Many of them struggling to get people back into the office five days a week. Uh, so I think this this structural change in the property market in Ireland, and, and again, it's a, it's an international phenomenon, uh, is here to stay. Yes, it is. Uh, Tom Healy in the Irish Independent has a story about the Irish aircraft leasing business and Russia. Uh, and Joe, this is a complex story legally, uh, but I think tells us a lot about our own uh, our own economy and how how we are susceptible to uh, to geopolitics. Uh, so if I try and parse the story, uh, when the, the the war on Ukraine started, um, there were a, a lot of commercial private jets uh, in airports in in Russia. Uh, that had been leased by firms based in Ireland, Irish firms. Uh, I'm just looking at the list in, in Tom's story. Some of them are, are, are Japanese leasing firms, uh, uh, American ones. Um, uh, and all of the, the lease contracts have provisions uh, that if the, the aircraft are, are involved in a, 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 a war situation. Um, or expropriation. Uh, expropriation, which is exactly what's happened. So the Russians have, have are holding on to the, these aircraft. And the, the legal question is whether the war has happened in Russia uh, or, or not. And there's been a, effectively a search for, for documents by the uh, the leasing firms. And it opens up the, uh, the broader story of the fact that Ireland actually is one of the world leaders, not just in aircraft leasing, 
um, but in, in in aerospace um, and, and also in areas like like uh, uh, space uh, technology. There was a conference here in Cork and UCC about a week or two ago uh, on the Irish aerospace industry. Um, so we we are probably more uh, involved in some of the, the the new industries and trends of the future than we think, but also uh, vulnerable to some of the, the, the geopolitics. People talk about astropolitics, the geopolitics of, 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 of space. So it's quite a fascinating area. And we're just this morning beginning to touch on one of the uh, the legal implications of this. Yes, indeed. And the big reinsurance companies, whether that's Lloyd's of London or Swiss Re, um, they don't want to pay out, of course, because you're looking at billions of dollars in refunds uh, if they do have to pay out. And so they're going to push hard on this. But as you say, it does highlight the fact that Ireland is based to this uh, industry for many of the big companies in this industry. One wonders, Mike, whether they add that much to the Irish economy, given the fact that you know, these planes rarely set foot in Ireland. They rarely set foot in Ireland. Um, but I think if you go, if you look at the Irish uh, footprint in the industry, go back to, to, to GPA, we have Avalon as well at the moment, um, and then also look at the uh, the financial support uh, to our own um, uh, airline companies, Ryanair, etc. I mean, it's a very, very aircraft leasing is an incredibly complex uh, business uh, in terms of the the legal aspects, the the financing. It's incredibly capital intensive, um, and there is actually quite a, a large uh, admin uh, and, and investment base in the country. Okay. Sky News, they have a story about the former NatWest Bank, um, Dame Alison Rose. Joe, this is the, the debanking uh, scandal. Um, and, and just to, to refresh people's memory, um, the, the background to the story is that Dame Alison is alleged to have told journalists that uh, NatWest and, and Coots, its private banking arm, um, w- w- was unhappy to have... Uh, uh, Nigel Farage as a client of the bank, um, which regulators ruled as uh, as being being illegal, and, and also the fact that she had alerted the press to this, um, and quite a harsh uh, sanction uh, on Alison Rose. Uh, that the headline here is that she will she will potentially lose uh, ten million uh, in terms of being able to pick up. Uh, deferred pay, uh, etc. And if we, we think back even to the, the financial crisis, there were very, very few uh, bankers who uh, suffered uh, uh, perhaps as extensively in terms of the uh, uh, the hit to the, their, their the compensation. Claw, yeah, but wasn't the clawback rule, weren't they introduced kind of after the horse had bolted uh, in the banking crisis? These clawback rules were introduced so that companies could go after execs that kind of walked away having left a mess. Uh, and Joe, we've on on this show we've talked about um, other bankers who've been uh, been been hit by this. So it does show that the rules are being being enforced in the city of London, um, and, and I think that that hopefully banking as a as a profession as an industry uh, is one where standards are beginning to uh, beginning to to, to rise mm. uh, and bad behavior is being is being uh, is being punished well certainly if she's going to lose out on a 10 million pound uh, payout um, that it, it does seem to be totemic it's unfair that I suppose that um, uh, that it happened to a female CEO in the banking sector. There's not that many of those, but the rules are the rules, as they say. Now, Reuters has a story about the comments from Jerome Powell that a lot of people sit on anyway. Uh, and Joe, this is a story we'll find uh, across the financial press this morning. Um, uh, and and 
Paul last night was um, uh, he, he spoke at a, I think it was an IMF conference. Now he he also made uh, off the cuff comments when a number of climate protesters came into the room, and those comments are, um, uh, I, I think, getting even more coverage this morning just for the the, the color of what he what he said. Can you share with uh, us, you know, on this family it's show? Too, it's <laughs> probably too early in the morning to to, to, to give you the exact wording. Um, and I'm sure people will find it on the internet. The, his comments on markets and rates uh, again tally with our own view at Union that that rates are going to be higher for longer. He, he basically said that the Fed would not hesitate uh, to raise rates if inflation uh, be, begun to crop up. And the background to this is that in the last uh, in the last couple of weeks, we've seen bond prices, we've seen fixed income prices uh, rally. Uh, partly because of the, uh, the 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 views coming out of the last Fed meeting, partly because of the way the U.S. Treasury is going to structure its borrowing going forward, uh, and also partly due to a, a sense across markets that uh, interest rates uh, have potentially peaked. And I think what Powell has done last night is just keep the pressure uh, on markets uh, and keep them keep them second guessing. Uh, and again, it's related to many of the stories we're talking about this morning, certainly to the uh, the, uh, the the property story, um, and I think what he wants and what central bankers uh, really want is, is is just to finish off uh, inflation and not uh, not allow inflation to become a uh, a structural uh, story that it takes hold of economies and, and pushes through to, right. uh, to 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 expectations. Mike, thank you so much. That's Mike O'Sullivan, the founder of Unio Wealth Managers, and the documentary "The A World of Debt" comes out on November twenty seventh. Is that right, Mike? Exactly right. 8 o'clock, John, BBC Four. BBC Radio 4. All right, Mike, thanks so much. Have a great weekend. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.